0: And hello hello I'm Lentilam I'm a lawyer coming to you through the internet we're podcasting it now and we've got calls for you no commercials just me and callers and fooling around soon you'll be able to call in the phone lines are coming I promise they're coming that's what they tell me they are coming so is christmas damn it but who knows what's going on anyway we're going to do a show. We've got calls for you. Watch old calls, new calls. Once I've recorded recently, we've taken the best of the best, the creme de la creme, so to speak. Stick around and listen to this. You'll like it. Here we go. Hello, Ignacio in Union City. How come you're calling a lawyer?
1: Um, I just was wondering if a uh, hotel I was staying at has, has any liability for property loss or um, stolen stuff. I T- had a-
0: Tell us the a- a story. What happened?
1: Well, I had a trailer parked there uh, with an ATV and a dirt bike on it, uh, connected to my truck. And uh, I placed it in an area I thought was uh, sufficient uh, video footage. They they had video cameras in place, and uh, I thought my truck would be in the correct angle to get you know video footage. Uh, and I thought it was safe there overnight. And um,
0: what was stolen?
1: The trailer was uh, disconnected from the truck, and the trailer, dirt bike, and ATV were stolen.
0: And this is while you were sleeping in the hotel room, right?
1: Correct. Between 11.30 and 2 in the morning.
0: And what county are we talking about?
1: Um, San Luis Obispo, I guess.
0: Okay, I think that's Ventura County. I think. I could be wrong. Anyway, what were you doing down there with an ATV and a dirt bike?
1: Well, we were riding for the weekend. uh, Actually, Monday and Tuesday, my brother cut off work so we can go. And, uh, yeah, we were down in Pismo Pismo Dunes. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. You know... You did call the police, didn't you, and you filed a police report?
2: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah,
0: and what they tell you? You know, chances of getting it back are very slight, huh? Yeah. What about the video camera? Did the hotel have footage of, of who stole the bike, things like that?
1: Um, no, apparently they were asleep and they don't record. It was only live or streaming.
0: Yeah, uh, here's what's going on. I think you're out of luck. As a general rule, the hotel or people, you're not liabil- liable for the criminal acts of other people. The hotel, you know, you parked your dirt bike there, you know, attached to the trailer with the ATV. It's, it's not the hotel's fault. Some criminal came and stole your your, your equipment and the trailer. The hotel's not responsible. Um, what could they have done to prevent this theft?
1: Um. Not falling asleep watching the cameras? or uh, put it No, on video.
0: they didn't guarantee yeah. you. They, they, they didn't say, we promise to keep it safe. You know, they put a camera up there for their own reasons. It's not there as insurance for you. Um, you may be able, the trailer may be covered under your automobile insurance policy. And do you own your own home?
1: No.
0: You have, because sometimes if you own your own home, homeowners insurance might cover the ATV and the dirt bike. But, Ignacio, you're pretty much out of luck on this one unless the cops find it. It's not the hotel's legal responsibility. Okay? Thank you for calling, though. The rule from that is you are not responsible for the criminal acts of others. Let's say you own a shop or a business, and and somebody comes into your shop or business and beats up another person. Not your fault. You know, criminal, they did it. It's not your fault they did it. You didn't encourage them to do it. Jose in Vallejo, Len Tillum, How come you're calling a lawyer, Jose?
3: Well, I'm calling because
4: about a month ago I was involved in an accident. Well, it was more like a fender bender. I thought the lady was going to get on the highway, and she went forward to get on the highway, but then she braked. And then, you know, I ran into her in the back. And then when, when I got off, well, I saw the damage to her car, and uh, and I didn't have insurance at the time. I hadn't paid my insurance. So I told her that, you know, that I'd be willing to pay for the costs. And then, um, well, she called her insurance, obviously, and then the insurance called me. And then I told them that I didn't have insurance. And um, I told them, you know, that I would pay for the costs of the damage. And then, uh, well, they said that then they'd send me a bill or something. And now when I got the bill, it's $1,800, 1500 for the cost, and 200 and something for uh, for the day of not being to use a vehicle or something.
0: Wait, 200 bucks um, for the loss of the car? And yeah. what was it, a business car?
4: No, uh, I don't think so. I think it was just her personal car. It was, uh, it was a Lexus SUV.
0: You're not responsible uh, um, for the uh, 200 bucks. Let me go through this. Um, I guess you don't have auto insurance, so the other driver got the car fixed with their collision insurance. Uh-huh. Is that what happened?
4: Yes, um when I talked to insurance, I told them, you know because i uh, I know shops, I have friends that work in shops and professional shops, and I told them the insurance that you know i 'd even be willing to uh, if she wanted to go down and get it checked out, so I could pay for it, and then she told me that no that that was illegal that i couldn 't do that that she had already taken it to a shop she had already chosen a shop, and that uh, she 's
0: allowed to do that, that look case- here 's the point if her insurance paid for it, you know she has collision on her fancy lexus then the auto insurance company for that woman, her auto insurance company, could sue you. It's called subrogation. In, in other words, they say to this woman, we'll fix your car, but you give us the right to sue Jose You know, for whatever we have to shell out to the auto body shop. Um, if that's what happened, they should have receipts from the auto body shop, and they'd have to sue you in small claims court. You're not responsible for the $250 loss of use of the car. That's not your responsibility. If she had to rent a car, that's a different story. But you're responsible for the bills and they've got to show you the receipts. Um, and they can't just collect. You should make them sue you. Okay. Resp- okay. Let me explain something, Jose. You're responsible only if you acted in a careless or negligent manner. Um, it seems like you probably would lose it in court because the judge would say, hey, you're at fault because you were following too closely to the car in front of you, and you weren't able to stop safely. You're supposed to be able to stop you know, safely in all conditions. And oh, yeah. you would argue, hey, she slammed on the brake so quickly, it was impossible for anyone following her to stop in time. But they'd have to sue you in small claims court, I doubt if they will. So don't pay them. Yeah,
4: um, the driver actually, she, she was pretty cool. She even said, you know, she was like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. I, I didn't see the cars coming, and she brake. Mm-hmm. But the insurance, the insurance, with the letters they sent me, they didn't send me. That's
0: what I was. Insurance companies, insurance companies, Jose. How do I put this politely? They're full of BS. Their job, an insurance company's job, is not to be fair. An insurance company's job is to kick you in the ass when you're laying in the gutter. That's what insurance companies do. Yeah,
2: that's what I was thinking
4: because, you know, I said, you know, the cost is around $600 or something. You normally pay for it, but it says $1,500 when I know, you know, it was just Let a me tell you
0: something now. A little scratch on a car can be a grand nowadays, you know. Yeah. You, so who knows? I don't know whether the bill's bogus or not, but here's what I'm saying. You should have insurance. You got that? They can yeah, make trouble true. with the DMV for you. Do you have insurance now?
4: Yeah, I have insurance now. I, had only, I hadn't paid it, so I had a lapse on it for like... Yeah, that's eight. called
0: no insurance. Yeah. You, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. How old are you? 21. Yeah, you should at least have the minimum, that $15, thirty thousand dollars dollars insurance. Then you won't have problems with the DMV. But don't pay the bill. Just You're going to get letters from this insurance company say, give me $1,800. You want my advice? Yeah ignore yeah. them don't call them if you call them you're going to get some insurance adjuster and you're going to put energy into the situation and your pile your your file will go to the top of his pile if you don't call him file will get lower and lower in his pile maybe you'll get lucky and they'll forget about it so don't yeah, even yeah, when a... they'll write you all kinds of letters saying you better give me the money put them in the garbage ignore them you don't have to pay okay. anything
4: this letter, what it said, they said it only said it said that for adjustments, if I couldn't pay it all in one sum, that it still want to collect it, and that if I wanted to make arrangements of payments, where to make it, and then they all, it also said that if I if that if I thought it was like a different price or something, that I had to uh, talk to an insurance some uh assurance, Jose, you know, Jose, a
0: listen time. to me. You're, you're 21 years old. What yeah. do you What do you do for a living, Jose?
4: Um, I just got a job at a winery.
0: How much you make an hour?
4: Um. 1795
0: after taxes how much you take home a week about
4: um well i just started this week i actually i used to i used to do construction before this i just this i just started this week. so
0: what are you going to take home about four five hundred dollars a week three hundred dollars a week something like that right yeah, yeah. are you are you got kids you're married single what's just no, no, no
4: kids single
0: and you're having trouble paying your auto insurance right yeah, You like to go out with your friends once in a while, have a good time. You have no money. Do not call them back because if you're dumb enough to call them back and you say, oh, okay, I'll enter into a pl- payment plan with you, they'll have you sign something. It'll be like a judgment, and then they'll be after you forever. What do you like? The idea of paying them in monthly installments and they bug you 100 bucks a month or ignoring them and maybe not paying nothing?
4: Oh no! Well, I really no. I just wonder what would happen in court. If the court would be more expensive at the end. No,
0: all they can sue you. Let me answer that question. Here I am giving you this unethical advice. People are listening. That damn stupid (laughs) lawyer. He's telling him not to pay his bill. You don't owe the bill until a judge says you owe it. There's a judgment against you. They're just saying you owe it. Doesn't mean you owe it. So they'd have to sue you, and they take you to small claims court. All they would collect is the damage to the car. They will not even get the two fifty for the loss of use of the car because they don't. That's not. They're not allowed to get that in court. You got it? Uh,
4: yeah, and I wouldn't get in trouble for not having insurance, right? I- well,
0: that's separate. They can't threaten you with the DMV if the DMV finds out you didn't have insurance. They could do stuff to you. You know? Okay. But um, get insurance. They haven't. When was this accident?
4: It was about a month
0: ago. Yeah, probably they haven't reported it to the DMV. David, what's the penalty with the D M V for not having insurance? Can you look that up quickly? But um you're not allowed to blackmail somebody in the sense that you cannot say if you don't give me the money, I'm gonna report you to the district attorney or I'm gonna report you to the D M V, okay? Okay. Um no, David, the DMV. What's the DMV penalty for driving without an insurance? That's what I'm asking. You got it. So, um,
1: and
4: wouldn't it be depending also on the cost of the damage? If it's certain damage, they can report it to the DMV. But if it's under, no, no, damage, no. You, if it's
0: over seven hundred fifty bucks, you're supposed to report yeah. it to the DMV. But you okay. think it was six hundred bucks, right?
4: Yeah, I think it was about yeah about six hundred bucks. All right,
0: leave it at that. Don't report it to the DMV. Don't report nothing. And keep listening. I'll get the information on what happens in case uh, you don't have insurance. You got it?
4: Okay. All right.
0: All right. Let's say hello now to Billy. Billy in El Dorado Hills, Len Tillam. How come you're calling a lawyer, Billy?
5: Hi, Len. How you doing? I talked to you about uh, two months ago or so uh, regarding my, uh, my my cruise from hell as a uh,
0: Tell us the story again. I kind of remember, but I want to bring the audience up to speed. Tell us the whole story from the beginning. It's not going to take that long. I know that. Go ahead.
5: No. Yeah, back in September of last year, we uh, we booked a cruise for our anniversary. Um, we were all happy to go down there. We we drove down to Long Beach, got ready to board, got ready to board the ship, and they said that we couldn't board because um, I had uh, all we had with us was our uh, copies of our di- birth certificates. And driver's license, and according to them, we needed our passport. Now
0: wait, wait. This was a cruise on Carnival, and it was going into Mexico, right?
5: That's correct.
0: Yeah, so you need a passport now to go to Mexico.
5: Well, not a, not necessarily, um, but anyways, we um, so we basically went all the way down there. We spent uh, all day trying to figure out a way to get this remedied uh, to no avail. The the ship took off. We had a, we spent a, a week and you know a couple days in L.A.
0: Hey, wait, wait. You, you told me then they never told you that you needed a passport, David. Don't you need a passport to go into Mexico nowadays? Yes, you do. You got to have a passport to go, even to go to Canada. They don't want you going in with a driver's license anymore. You got that? You need a passport. Uh,
5: right. Well, right. But the all the all the literature that I got from Carnival and even on the on the website uh, stated that if you're leaving and arriving from the same U.S. port, um, you don't. A passport is recommended, but not needed. Um, right, you know,
0: and, and because they out. gave you crappy advice, and you show up without a passport based on carnivals, you know, telling you that, you couldn't right. board the ship. You had all these, da- so you sued him in small claims court, right?
5: Exactly. But yeah, yeah. make the story short, I uh, went ahead and uh, took your advice and sued him in small claims court for the ticket and then, you know, the gas. and. You How know, much
0: like did that. you sue for?
5: Uh, I sued him for nineteen hundred dollars, and then I think it was sixty dollars for court uh, court fees. Okay. Um,
0: and what and happened in small had, claims court?
5: We had the, we had the court yesterday, and uh, what happened was well, actually Friday, excuse me, Thursday of last week. A couple of days before we were supposed to show up for court, we get this you know sixty pack, sixty page pack from FedEx, from Carnival, uh, stipulating that this is a copy sent to the court that. They were trying to dismiss all the cases for maritime law and all this other kind of crap.
2: Mm-hmm. So
5: we respond. We responded the next day. I faxed over a copy to Carnival and emailed them also as well, and sent a copy to the uh, to the court. We hand delivered a copy to the court, and they said they can't do this. They're the uh, they're the defendant. They can't dismiss it.
0: Wait, wait. So, what happened in court? Tell tell me that. What happened in court?
5: So fast forward to uh, yesterday. We show up in court. They did show up after, anyways. Uh, We went in front of the judge, I gave my side of the story, and then it was their turn, they gave their side of the story, and then the judge started off with the the dismissal packet, Um, and they said that, you know, dismissal is null null and void because time-barring and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, and they gave the judge this 60-page packet, and he's a small claims court judge who's a lawyer volunteering. He don't want to read that nonsense. What did the judge say?
5: yeah the judge said, Well, you, you know number one, you can't give it to me you know a day before court because you know the plaintiff cannot does not have time to respond and and, and so forth, so
0: for you won reason, the case, right? I, Did you win the case?
5: I won the case, yeah. uh basically, the judge told them that uh you know carnival screwed uh screwed excuse me uh you know basically you know
0: don't say excuse me, I say uh, worse than that on the air. don't worry about it, okay <laughs>
5: Basically, Carnival screwed, out this, uh, screwed this couple out of a great vacation, and they should be liable for the full amount, um, plus court and you uh, know uh, filing fees, and we won the case.
0: Here's what's uh, going they, on. It, it, it. Let, me, let me tell you, here's the story. It's not over yet. Because they were sued in small claims court, they can file an appeal. Carnival Cruises, the defendant, in a small claims court when they lose, has 30 days to file an appeal, starting from the date... The notice of entry of judgment was mailed. So they got 30 days. They may appeal. If they appeal, <clears throat> they can get a brand new trial. And then their lawyer may show up. But you call me back before I think they're going to appeal. They're not going to lay down on this. If they appeal, you call me back. Don't hire a lawyer over a $1,900 case. I'll help you for nothing on the radio. Okay, Billy?
5: Do you think, do you think they're going to go through all this for a $1,900 case?
0: I wouldn't be surprised. They got nothing better to do. Yeah. They already did a 50-page thing. They don't want to give back money on this. But uh, maybe they won't. I don't know. You know what you can do? You know what you can do? Listen to me. Here's what you can do. You call them up, whoever did it, and you say, look, I don't want to sue say i want to get a cruise back you know and, and just get one out of san francisco maybe they'll upgrade you give you a better cruise it's going to cost them more than 1900 bucks to appeal you tell them you'll dismiss the action if they give you another cruise carnival's a good sh- cruise line you'll have a good time see if you can get a more expensive cruise out of them in exchange for a dismissal so you can you're allowed to call them up and ask them try it see what's going on okay
5: i will uh, i will give that a sh- i will give that a shot now just i forgot to mention part of the dismissal said that we were supposed to file in Miami, Florida, as opposed to the county. Yeah, the- I, I
0: know maritime law. I don't know nothing about maritime yeah, law. You, I, stick just... f- you stick it to them, and you stick it to in your county. Call me if they file an appeal. Try and get a better deal, Mike in Castro Valley. Len Tillum. how come you're calling a lawyer, Mike?
2: How you doing, Len? Long time listener.
0: Thank you. What's going on?
2: My friend of uh, about 24 years uh, passed unexpectedly. He was 45 years old um he recently like about two years maybe 19 months married a girl met her on a christian website they never they never lived together their bank accounts were separate she was on low income she was getting some type of housing from the government low income and he even had to sign a paper that he did not live with her for her to get that type of service
0: okay why did he marry her they didn't live together
2: well, he, at the time when he first married, when he married her, he was in the process of losing his house upside down. And he thought, well, when, when he finally loses the house, he'll be able to go over with her and, and then they'll look for another place. And
0: You mean he's a musician? Because a musician without a girlfriend is homeless. He married her for her low-income house?
2: No, 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 no. They, they, they were, they were- Tell me that
0: again. And Why did he marry her?
2: Um, I'm not sure. I mean, he was, he's been single for about 20 years. Um, but the reason why I was calling him is because he passed out of the country and all he really owned was a few cars and a few boats and some money and a little tedious stuff. Um, now that he passed unexpectedly, um, while he was married, he bought one car and maybe two boats. My question is, is his wife on paper, is she eligible for any of this stuff?
0: Okay. Good question. Everybody listen to this. Um, Even though they never lived together, I don't care whether they consummated the marriage or not. It doesn't matter. If he dies without a will, if you're married, even if you can't stand your husband or your wife and you've been separated six years and you die without a will or a trust that disinherits the spouse, here's what happens the wife is entitled to inherit all of the community property, the stuff that's in both their names. Um, or, but, you know, she, has a com- she doesn't have any community property interest. And
2: Not, nothing. I'm,
0: how many kids does he have?
2: He has two boys, 24, 22, and I'm sure everything he owns is in his name only. Okay. She, no
0: she oh, is no. entitled to get one-third of his property because he had more than one child. If you have one child, um, the kid gets uh, the wife gets half and the kid gets half otherwise um she gets one third and the kids get two thirds and the wife could make arguments what does he have by the way what does he own just a boat an old boat
2: yeah he has about i'm thinking around three boats who knows what they're valued at uh a few cars um and the cars are worth some money uh not big money but just they're worth um he has a saline mustang that's probably worth maybe thirty thousand dollars you know, that, that's probably the most expensive thing he owns.
0: And that's in his name.
2: And that's in his name, and he had it way before he married her.
0: Yeah, oh, but he's married her. She's entitled to one third of that. You see, you could, if, if the property's worth, you know, less than 100, what is it for a small estate declaration now? 150 grand, right, David? 150,000. It used to be 100,000. If you have less than 150,000 when you die, you can do what's called a small estate declaration. It's a section 13101. Okay. Um, it's $150,000 or less for the total estate. Um, and you can do this small estate declaration, but when the kids fill it out and they say, Give it to me, they're going to ask, Is he married? Right. And, and so can they contact her if she'll sign off any rights to it? You got I, that? I don't
2: think she's going to make that move because uh, he died out of the country, and, and they they were out of the country for three days.
0: Wait, wait, how long ago did he die?
2: Maybe about three weeks ago. While while his boys were taking care of business out of the country for the dad where he was at, the wife went into where he was living at and took all his paperwork and everything. And, and w- one more thing, too. Wait, when wait, I, this is a
0: woman he met on a Christian website, and all of a sudden she's stealing his stuff, right?
2: Right. And, and w- one more thing. <laughs> good point yeah uh, one more thing what, um one of his cars was stolen she called the police found a, uh, a, a, a car missing a stolen stolen car she wrote on that police report that they were separated
0: it, it doesn't matter if they're okay. married right. by the way you can transfer the boats and cars using dmv take a look at the form dmv form reg-5 reg-5 um you know why this case is horrible um there are bad problems here, but there isn't enough money at stake for anyone to spend any amount of money on lawyers. Don't spend. They should call her up and say, "Look, you're married to him. You're entitled to a third. That, that, uh-huh. That's the law." And she say, "Let's not fight over this. We're, we're going to sell the cars and stuff and give you a third. Don't spend. You know, what do you got? Thirty grand worth of stuff. You'll spend ten grand on lawyers. I understand? And I
2: understand? She's
0: entitled. So be fair. You know, so, he was so, yeah. dumb enough to marry her. He died." Re- If you could find a will that says I'm leaving her nothing, she gets zero.
2: I understand. You got it? But but she is entitled to one-third.
0: Yes, she's entitled to one-third. Okay, Len. All right?
2: Thank you for your advice.
0: Yeah. I I mean, you go into a lawyer's office, he'll say, oh, interesting case. I want a $5,000 retainer before I bill you at $500 an hour. Jim in Oakland, Len Tillam. how come you're calling a lawyer?
3: Uh, I have a uh, friend who's an 80-year-old w- widow, and she runs a small uh, tots uh, child care out of her home. One of the uh, children got scratched on the cheek by a dog, by her dog. And um, it resulted in a lawsuit and ultimately settled for, I think, about $60,000 that she's paying out. Wait, wait a second.
0: Wait, wait a second. A dog scratched a girl on the cheek, right? Right. And did the did it get terribly infected? I mean, did this sixty thousand dollars is a lot of money? You got to talk about some permanent disfigurement on the kid or something.
2: Uh,
3: there, I saw pictures. I didn't actually see the child. I saw pictures of it. It was about five eighths to three fourths of an inch long. It was just broke the the. Uh, What's the name for the outer layer of the skin?
0: Epidermis? I don't know. Something yeah, like that. You know, not know. The, uh, the first layer. Yeah, okay.
3: Yeah, that's what it appeared like to me. You know, it's the kind of Did thing. Did she
0: have a you know, lawyer?
3: She had a lawyer. Uh, at least he called himself that.
0: And she had, she ran a daycare center and she had no insurance, right?
3: She had no insurance.
0: How, how old is this woman? She
3: thought her homeowner, she's 80 years old. She thought her homeowner's insurance would cover it. No, no.
0: When you run a business out of your house, the homeowner's insurance is not covering that.
3: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, so, and what's what's the problem now? What does this lawyer want her to sign?
3: Okay, so the settlement was negotiated probably about a year ago, mm-hmm. paying off in installments. And the, um, the lawyer sends her a letter unannounced. He doesn't send it through the lawyer that represented her in the first place. He just contacts her directly. And uh, the critical paragraph in it says, whereas the settlement agreement and release signed by da-da-da-da, uh, did not include a provision for the Alameda County Superior Court to retain jurisdiction over the parties to enforce the terms and conditions of the settlement agreement pursuant to the Civil of, uh, Code of Civil Procedures Section 664.6. He wants her to sign Okay,
0: I, we looked it up. That's why, thank God I have David. If you think off the top of my head, and I've been a lawyer a long time, I know this. <clears throat> Here's what's going on. I don't. No lawyer does, probably. Some may, but not me. The Code of Civil Procedure 664.6 says if there's a settlement agreement, the court can enter it into the record as a court judgment. So the lawyer wants your friend to sign a stipulation that he can enforce more easily.
4: Exactly.
0: She she doesn't have to sign the settlement agreement, uh, that, that thing he sent her. She doesn't have to do it unless the agreement, the settlement agreement she signed says she has to do it. The lawyer screwed up. You follow me? He should have said, yeah, I agree, 664.6. The court can enter it in, enter it in as, a, as a judgment, as a court judgment. So right. um, the reason they want her, she should not sign nothing. The reason they wanted to do this is if your friend doesn't make the payment set forth in the settlement agreement, the plaintiff can act to enforce the judgment against her, but only if it's entered into the record as a judgment. If it isn't, they're going to have to sue her again for breaching the contract, the settlement agreement. Don't sign nothing.
3: Yeah, I, I read that on the Internet, and I was, I was just curious as to whether if they... Just, she's not going to do this. But no.
0: It's, yeah, wait a minute. She's 80 years old. She's 80 years old. How much is she paying out a month?
3: I, w- I wish i could tell you that but it's it's not a month she she pays uh in installments like is it like classes. the first installment was like 35 grand i think
0: Ugh, she should have filed bankruptcy or talked to a better lawyer i don't know where you get a 60 grand and paid out i don't know anyway don't sign nothing if she doesn't have much and she this 80 old lady is struggling she should consider bankruptcy mm-hmm. all right all right sir thank you very. thank much. you very much that's another one in the can, or that's another one wrapped up. Goes fast, doesn't it, without those commercials? I think it's more fun for me. It zips along. Um, there are some radio stations that have all of a sudden been nibbling around that want the Len Tillem show. You know, it may be hard to get callers on the internet. You know, I'm not sure sure what podcasters are going to call in. I may need some radio shows to do it. We'll figure it out. We're working on it. But first of all, the phone lines for me to, you know, take calls haven't come in. But you can send me an email. You can go to lentillum.com and send me an email. I work with three other lawyers. We answer them. Trusts and estates. Who gets your stuff when you die? Personal injury. We're doing that. Jim Gagan's available. He's a super lawyer who takes care of that. Any kind of legal problems you've got, I'll be reading them on the air, too. So by all means, tell some friends. Help some people get, you know, tuned in if they don't know how to get iTunes done on their iPhone or something. Help them figure it out. Thank you. Good show. See you next time.